You are listening to Muslims for Humanity. Assalamu alaikum everyone and welcome back to Muslims for Humanity. This is your host Jasmine and inshallah I hope you guys are having a wonderful week and a wonderful long weekend with family and friends and inshallah you guys had a great Thanksgiving with some great food. So on this episode we are going to be talking about Giving Tuesday that is coming up next Tuesday as well as our hunger prevention program which we will be focusing on through our Giving Tuesday campaign this year. Last year our Giving Tuesday campaign was dedicated to our women's transitional homes across the United States. And this year we are focusing on hunger prevention. So mashallah, through Facebook last year, we raised $44,000 just through Facebook alone. And overall, we raised $60,000 for Giving Tuesday. And that went to our women's transitional homes across the United States. So thank you so much to everybody who donated last year. And this year, get up and try to donate by 8 a.m. Eastern. Um, Facebook will be doubling until they run out of doubling funds. Um, so if you donate $5, $10, $20, your donation, inshallah, will be doubled um, until they actually run out of the doubling like matching funds so thank you all to everybody that donated last year and please try to pitch in this year and be a part of this global day of giving inshallah so today joining me we will be speaking to sister nazish yarkhan who is from the ikna relief chicago office she is the integrated communication strategist and she'll be talking to us a little bit about the chicago food pantries and how their programs are run over there we also have a heartwarming story out of dallas that you'll be hearing later on about a sister who went through a lot of struggle but alhamdulillah she was able to receive some benefit from the Iknareli Food Pantry in Dallas. You'll also be hearing from sister Kainat Hamid who is the social media lead for the marketing and communications department here at Ikna Relief. Um, she'll be talking to you guys a little bit about what Giving Tuesday is and how it came about and also how you can make the most of this Giving Tuesday inshallah. So stick around and stay tuned. We will be back in a few. You are listening to Muslims for Humanity. Giving Tuesday. Have you heard about it? If not, no worries. It's a more recent trend, but one you'll definitely want to be a part of. It's a day dedicated to giving to those in need after the hectic shopping sprees of Black Friday and Cyber Monday. This year, it's taking place on November 27th. Giving Tuesday is about giving thanks and sharing our blessings with others, two principles every devoted Muslim holds fast to. This year, participate in this global movement of generosity by supporting Ikna Relief's important mission of serving God by serving His creation. Make a gift at iknarelief.org slash givingtuesday or give through our Facebook page and Facebook in partnership with PayPal will match your donation. Ikna Relief. Charity begins at home. Charity begins with you. Are you wondering what Giving Tuesday actually is? Here's Sister Kainat Hamid, social media lead with Ikna Relief USA to explain Giving Tuesday and how it came about. Assalamualaikum everyone. Thanks for having me here today, Jasmine. I'm really excited to join you to talk to everyone about the biggest global giving movement happening right now, Giving Tuesday. 
and just as you mentioned, it's right around the corner on November 27th, which is next Tuesday. But I'm sure some of you are wondering what exactly is Giving Tuesday and where did it come from? Well, it started in 2012 and is celebrated on the Tuesday following Thanksgiving, Black Friday, and Cyber Monday. It's a simple idea. Whether you come together with your family, your community, or your organization, it's all about encouraging people to give back. It kicks off the charitable season when many are so busy focused on their holiday and end of year giving. Alhamdulillah, this is the third year that Ikna Relief is participating. Last year, we focused on helping our sisters off the streets by supporting our women's transitional homes. This year, our goal is to help as many people as we can who are going hungry on the streets. Through our network of over 33 food pantries across the country, food trucks, food distributions, and much more. We know that Islam encourages us to share with others what we would want for ourselves. So as we all get busy with Black Friday and Cyber Monday shopping, don't forget about your community members out there that are struggling to feed their families and don't even have the luxury to shop for fun like we do. Next Tuesday, join the movement and give, whether it's some of your time or a donation. I encourage you all to join Ikna Relief on our mission to eradicate hunger by joining our Giving Tuesday campaign at iknarelief.org slash giving Tuesday. One last thing I wanted to mention, don't forget to join us on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash next Tuesday. And once you donate on our page, Facebook will be matching your donation to us and thus doubling your reward. We hope you'll invite your family and friends to join us and let's come together to make the most of this Giving Tuesday. Hey, that's pretty good. That does sound pretty good. Thank you, Sister Kaina, for sharing the history of Giving Tuesday and how it came about, as well as how we can maximize the goodness that we spread this Giving Tuesday. For more information on Giving Tuesday and how you can make a difference, please visit our website at www.iknarelief.org forward slash Giving Tuesday. You are listening to Muslims for Humanity. All right, salam everyone. I am here with Sister Nazish Yarkhan from the Ikna Relief Chicago office. She is the Integrated Communications Strategist and she is joining us today via Zoom. She will be talking to us a little bit about the Chicago office and their hunger prevention program. Thank you for joining us, Sister Nazish, and taking time out of your day. Thank you so much, Jasmine, for having me. All right, Sister, can you tell us a little bit about how the hunger prevention program works in Chicago? Mashallah, unlike a lot of other food pantries, we actually also have ethnic foods. And while other food pantries typically distribute what comes in, we purchase food in terms of a stables box, which includes rice, flour, oil, lentils, as well as uh, sugar and salt. And we create a box for each family, which sustains them hopefully through the month. So is there only one pantry or do you have multiple pantries out of um, the Chicago office? We have two pantries, one in the suburbs and one in the city, and we serve approximately 350 families a month. And uh, the average size of the family is five members and 80% of our families are refugees from 15 different nations. Okay, so what type of items do you offer at your pantry? So our pantry is both fresh produce as well as staples and non-perishables because we work with both the Greater Chicago Food Depository as well as the Northern Illinois Food Bank. So we're part of that network and we have pickups of groceries from mainstream grocery stores such as Jewel, Osco, Oldi and other stores in the area. So this year, do you see a difference in the number of families that are coming into the pantry? Has it increased or decreased? 
the numbers have increased considerably because the more families that find out about the pantry, the more uh, traffic we get. So what we have is a punch card, an annual punch card, and the families, when they come in, they get their punch card uh, punched for the month. And that's how we track which families are coming. And we have a checks and balances system where we have looked at everyone's bank statements prior to them becoming clients. We've looked at their checks prior to them becoming clients so that we are very thorough and we vet the families who are coming to our door. So that procedure is just in place to make sure that the families are really in need as opposed to just somebody just coming in and wanting free items even though they don't need it, right? Exactly. So are the pantries run by the staff in the Chicago office or do they have volunteers that come in and help? How does that work exactly? We have staff, but we also have uh, volunteers who come in and help stock the shelves or paint the pantry like we did earlier this year. And uh, a lot of our volunteers are also refugees themselves. So they're happy to give back to the pantry that serves them so well. Mashallah, that's amazing. It's just so wonderful to hear that, you know, some of the clients, they are so grateful for, you know, what they do receive, that they want to come back and they want to give back to others. So that's very heartwarming, mashallah. That is so true. Alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah. We had a family, in fact, um, they volunteered with us for several years. And that family, for instance, their mother, when they had moved here from Iraq originally, within 10 days of them arriving, it was a family of three children and their parents, within 10 days of them arriving, they learned that their father had cancer. So all the thousand, they had $1,000 when they arrived. And that was exhausted in 10 days, using cabs to go to and fro from the hospital. And after that, it seems the mother didn't have food for the children for three whole days. And when she went to the resettlement agency asking for food, they asked her to get a job. And she was like, we've hardly been in the United States. It's been a month since we've been in the United States. My husband has cancer. I have three little children under 10. How am I supposed to get a job also, you know? So she went store to store on the street where they live called Devon, asking grocery stores for food. And people turned her away, saying, we don't know who you are, we don't know whether this is legitimate. And the fact that then she learned about Ikra Relief's food distribution at the local masjid. And that's where she showed up on Juma for the food distribution. And her children and her family have been supporters of Ikra Relief and volunteers of Ikra Relief from then onwards. Because she's walked in those shoes. Imagine for three days not being able to feed your children anything. And how, as a mother, imagine the trauma of of seeing your children hungry, of seeing your husband in a hospital, and how helpless that must make you feel. And the untold stories like this, there's so many because people who are hungry typically don't go and tell the entire world that we haven't eaten for three days. And the sad, sad, sad reality is people who come to the pantry typically have a job. They have one, not one but two jobs, but they pay so little that they're constantly having to choose between food and rent food and medicine, food and transport. For example, if you were to look at um, the numbers of a survey that we recently did, um, 152 Igna Relief families were interviewed. These are our families who go to our Rogers Park pantry. And out of those, 85% said it's difficult to pay the rent 
and that included those who are disabled or not working. And 39% of those families said that 100% of their income went towards rent. So it's not that there are people who don't want to work who come to our pantry. These are people who have not one but two jobs sometimes, but they're always stuck between paying the rent, paying for transport, paying for medicine, paying for food. So they're making very tough choices all the time. SubhanAllah, like life is such a struggle these days and there are so many families coming in and, you know, even though they may be working, like you said, they still can't make ends meet. And that's why we do what we do. We are there to help lift this burden off of these families, to help our brothers and sisters in need. And Alhamdulillah, we're able to do this work and to serve our Creator as we are serving those who need it most. Exactly. And you know, once we met a sister, the thing is, with hunger, the stories are very hard to come by because people don't want to talk about their, their poverty. Right? There's something called self-respect, but we we also do home visits for our clients, and if we learn of a new client, and we recommend, you know, somebody's recommended to us as a client, we do home visits first. And there was a sister who hadn't fed her children anything but boiled onions for three days, because that's all they could afford was boiled onions, and she had three children, four children in fact. Put yourself in those people's shoes, you know, and how would you feel and when I didn't work for food pantries you know I used to still do refugee assistance work but I also thought of food as a band-aid solution my whole thing was get people on their feet teach them to fish instead of handing them fish but if you don't have food you're constantly worried about where your next meal is going to come from so are you really going to be able to focus on your studies are you really going to be able to focus on a job hunt when you're wondering where is your next meal coming from. So giving to a food pantry is hardly a band-aid solution. It is the bedrock of all solutions. Because when you know that you can eat food and you're not worried about being hungry, then you can focus on a job hunt. Then you know that you know, your children are taken care of and you don't have stress in your home. And the incidence of violence go up in homes when there is stress related to unemployment and poverty and hunger. So when you're feeding a family, you're taking care of them. You're taking care of them at the most fundamental level. And that's why in Islam, feeding a family is so absolutely essential. It's, it's one of the biggest things we could do for a community because when you have a full stomach, then you can focus on your homework. I always say it takes a can of soup to send a child to college because when they're focused on their schoolwork and they're focused on getting the best grades instead of focusing on feeling hungry and feeling tired and malnutrition that's when they can move ahead in life for sure that's an amazing way to look at that i know a lot of people don't really think about it in that way but being hungry is just an added stressor in many families' lives because they have so many other things to worry about, such as paying rent, clothing their children, and putting gas in their car, and they shouldn't have to worry about feeding their children. So with our hunger prevention program, it will take the burden off of them so they can have a full stomach and take care of the other things that need to be taken care of, inshallah. One in five kids in the U.S. go hungry. That's a huge number. 
especially when we don't see that kind of poverty and we don't know where it is because we think it doesn't exist but unfortunately it does northern illinois food bank the organization that we have a relationship with sends 2000 children home with backpacks filled with food because if they didn't have that backpack they wouldn't get a meal and when you look at it when we are happy about school being closed for the holidays whether it's summer break or winter break or thanksgiving break there are children who absolutely don't want that because then they don't have a breakfast or a free lunch have we ever stopped to think about that that there are children who would absolutely not want to miss school because that means not getting a breakfast or a lunch we have to be cognizant of that kind of reality in america which is the land of riches but not everyone has those riches so if anyone would like to make an in kind donation or volunteer um who should they contact now if we look at the box that we put together in chicago we request 10 pounds of rice two cans of 28 ounces of chickpeas tomato sauce which is a 28 ounce can tea bags which is 100 count oil which is 48 ounces sugar for 4 pounds pasta 4 pounds flour 5 pounds lentil 4 pounds and when you think about it sugar for 4 pounds how expensive is that maybe $5 maybe $6 and we have people queuing up 2 hours in advance of doors opening and that's because they're worried that supplies will run out so they rather stand in line through the cold through the snow right in front of the pantry 2 hours before doors open because it is first come first serve we depend on our donors we depend on their donations to be able to buy produce at bulk prices so even if you were to go to the website which is icnarelief.org and click on hunger prevention a 50 dollar donation will help us purchase all the items for our boxes to donate to families we can't emphasize the need enough unfortunately one in five children go hungry in the us So if you are looking to help you can ship via amazon or walmart.com you can ship supplies to our office our address is 1793 bloomingdale road suite 7 glendale heights illinois 60139 you can ship items from anywhere in the us to us via walmart via amazon because we need your help Yes, and also coming up after Black Friday and Cyber Monday is Giving Tuesday, and Giving Tuesday will be on November 27th. So for any of you that would like to donate to our hunger prevention program this year, um Facebook and PayPal will be doubling their donations, but the catch is you have to donate as early as 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. So if you are willing and able to get up and donate um by 8 a.m., inshallah your donations will be doubled by Facebook and PayPal. Um Facebook did say that, you know, they do have a certain amount of funds that they will give towards doubling but once they run out it's done but inshallah if you guys can get up early enough and donate then inshallah your donations will be doubled which will double the rewards inshallah <laughs> so we will be looking forward to that thank you so much for joining us sister and you are welcome back anytime absolutely jazakallah khair and happy thanksgiving assalamu alaikum 
All right, guys, stick around and stay tuned. We'll be back with our story from Dallas. Did you know that you can create your own fundraiser on Facebook and get it matched to us on Giving Tuesday? You can create the fundraiser anytime, but remember, the matching will only begin at 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on November 27, 2018. To create your own fundraiser this Giving Tuesday, visit fb.com forward slash fund forward slash ICNA relief. Wait for the little white box to pop up and you'll see some questions. You'll see who are you raising money for? Type in ICNA Relief. How much money do you want to raise? This is up to you. You can always change your goal as your fundraiser moves along. We recommend starting with $500. And when should the fundraiser end? Again, it's up to you. You can do a longer period of time and end it whenever you want. Remember, Facebook charges no fees for donations for nonprofits. All donations will go directly to the nonprofit of your choice. Have a wonderful holiday season, and don't forget to keep Ikna Relief on your mind and in your hearts this Giving Tuesday, November 27, 2018. You have an email. If you would like notifications, updated news and events, as well as our new campaigns and appeals, please visit our website at www.icnarelief.org. Scroll down to the bottom where it says newsletter sign up, type in your email, and subscribe. Igna Relief Dallas sent in a story that shows why we do what we do here at Igna Relief. Have a listen. She took two buses, one train, and walked two miles with three small children. Khadija from Hyderabad, India, was living in Plano, Texas, and was silently suffering physical abuse from her husband for the past seven years. Her first son grew up witnessing the abuse. He reported it to his teacher, who informed the social services office. Khadija was given an option, either stay with her abusive husband or leave the house with her three small children. She opted to be with her three children and stayed nine months in a women's shelter. Later on, she received Section 8 housing. With no food to feed her children, she became desperate and started searching for resources, and that's when someone informed her about the Ikna Relief Dallas Food Pantry. She was found standing last in the long line by the pantry manager. She requested that he provide her food early so that she could reach back home early. When he declined, she informed that she had to take two buses, a train, and walk two miles with her three small children just to arrive at the Ikna Relief Food Pantry. Then she was brought in first, to be registered and received a month's share of food and was provided a ride home. Later on, Ikna Relief Dallas team visited her to hear her story. The house had nothing but a few mattresses, pots, and pans. The first item the team brought in was a washer and a dryer, as, you know, little kids do soil their clothes very often. Then the house got filled with the furniture, she requested a sewing machine and a laptop, and then she started knocking on the doors of her neighbors asking for work involving clothes alteration. The laptop top was for her to start taking computer courses, for she herself holds a bachelor's degree in economics. And all of this time, as she was trying to get back on her feet, Ikna Relief was there helping her throughout the process. When she was ready to start work, she requested that her resume be prepared. And after a couple of interviews, she got a job. She needed a car and Ikna Relief was able to get her one. Now, alhamdulillah, she has a steady job and her children go to a regular school as well as Sunday school. She saved enough money to visit her country and is now processing her parents' immigration papers through a lawyer. In every step of accomplishment towards the betterment of her life, Ikna Relief was there providing her solid support. 
Mashallah, this woman is a very, very strong woman. Imagine being in her shoes. Would you be able to stand on your feet? Would you be able to do what she did? This is just one of the many hundreds of stories that all of our offices get on a daily basis across the United States. But just to hear this heartwarming story, just to know that this sister that was once helped by ICNA Relief in Dallas, she's now on her feet. She's sustaining herself and her three children. It's just, it's a great, a great ending to a sad story. So Alhamdulillah, that is why we do what we do at ICNA Relief. We are there to help those most in need. We are there to take the burden off of these families that are struggling. Yes, they may have obstacles that they have to overcome, but in the end, they always end up better. They better their lives and we are happy to be a part of that and we're happy to see this happening and we're happy that people do appreciate the help that they do get from ICNA Relief and we thank our volunteers that do volunteer at the food pantries and, and our donors and our sponsors and everybody that does give ICNA Relief the ability to do the work we do. So thank you all and may Allah bless you all tremendously. Don't forget to visit us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Relief. Be sure to like and share our page. And don't forget to visit us on Twitter at Ikna Relief and on Instagram at Ikna Relief USA. If you would like to advertise in future podcasts, please email us at media at And in the subject line, be sure to write Muslims for Humanity podcast advertising. You are listening to Muslims for Humanity. We have Black Friday, Cyber Monday, and then there's Giving Tuesday. How will you give back to your community? On Giving Tuesday, I will volunteer for ICNA Relief. That's my way of giving back. Hi, I'm Sajan. I'm 13. On this Giving Tuesday, I'll give back by volunteering through ICNA Relief USA. My way of giving back this Tuesday is by donating to Muslim Family Services, a division of ICNA Relief USA. Make ICNA Relief USA the organization you give back to this holiday season. Visit www.icnarelief.org forward slash Giving Tuesday. My organization is ICNA Relief. 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 You are listening to Muslims for Humanity.